pleading for safe drinking water. That's all. The contaminated well water is left over uh, from Grumman site in Calverton, and those homeowners have had an idea, but it could cost millions. News Rob's Danielle Campbell is in Manorville with that story this morning. According to the Centers for Disease Control, the United States has one of the safest water supplies in the world. Over 90% of Americans get their tap water from community water systems like the Suffolk County Water Authority, which are subject to strict drinking water standards for quality and safety. But you may be surprised to know not everyone here in Suffolk County gets their water from a municipal supplier. Over 25,000 residents still rely on shallow private water wells for bathing, cooking, and drinking. In this episode, we'll discuss some of the key differences between municipal water and private wells and talk to the experts in the field about how they're handling this issue locally. I'm Jeff Sabo, Chief Executive Officer of the Suffolk County Water Authority, and this is What About Water? When contaminants are discovered in areas where private wells are common, the advice from health officials has been to hook into public water time and time again. But don't take my word for it. Joining me now is Jason Heim. Jason is a principal public health engineer at the Suffolk County Department of Health Services and the chief of their Office of Water Resources. Jason, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you having me, Jeff. Jason, it's estimated that there are between thirty and 35,000 Suffolk homes getting their drinking water from private wells and not from a public supplier. Can you tell us from a public health professional standpoint what the difference is between getting your water from a private well and that of a public supplier? Well, Jeff, a public water supply system is routinely checked and tested, not only by the public water suppliers themselves, but they also receive an independent inspection and surveillance sample every year by the local health department in Suffolk County, specifically, you know, my team. Our hydrogeologists estimate that groundwater in Suffolk County generally moves at about one foot per day. When groundwater moves, it can bring contamination along with it. And that is why testing is so important. Public water supply wells are also typically deeper and less prone to certain contaminants. New York State Department of Health certified operators are also responsible for operating the community and other public water supply systems where people live, work, and go to school. There are a number of other advantages to public water, such as, you know, a continuous and reliable source of water following an emergency event, such as an electrical power disruption, and also corrosion control treatment to help protect the homeowner's plumbing system from pinhole leaks and the associated potential exposure to lead and copper from plumbing within their home. Jason, if a person has a private well, should they have their water tested? And how often? Who does the testing? And is the testing free? Yes, I absolutely recommend private well testing. We typically recommend an annual test at the Suffolk County Health Department. Uh, our Office of Water Resources offers a comprehensive private well test, and the price varies depending on the situation, like if you're applying for a permit through our Office of Wastewater Management. But the cost is generally around $100. There is an opportunity to waive the fee for low-income households. We also provide contact information to several local laboratories that homeowners can contract with for analysis of their well water, and the price varies with the contract labs depending on what you want tested. I'd encourage anyone from Suffolk County, New York, 
that is interested in getting their private well tested to contact the Suffolk County Department of Health Services Office of Water Resources at 631-852-5810 for more information. I know here at the Water Authority, Jason, we test for over 400 compounds. What kind of tests are run for those individuals on private wells when they reach out to the health department or a private lab? Sure, Jeff. We test for a variety of different uh, parameters, including total coliform and E. coli bacteria, nitrates, metals like manganese and iron, uh, chromium. Uh, We're also looking for volatile organic compounds, uh, such as chlorinated solvents and gasoline-related contaminants. Uh, semi-volatile organic contaminants, which involve a lot of the pesticides and herbicides and their degradates. Uh, we'll look for radionuclides. Uh, we look for emerging contaminants such as chlorate, hexavalent chromium, 1,4-dioxane, and so on. Jason, the county health department recommends homeowners with private wells connect to public water and even outlined a plan to get there in their historic comprehensive water resources plan. What's the biggest obstacle for people looking to connect to safe, regulated public drinking water? Honestly, I'd I'd probably say the cost, Jeff, uh, of of the public water connection would be the biggest obstacle. Um, Several other people, they just don't know where to start. So as you know, SCWA recently adopted new rules allowing homeowners to finance their connection to public water over 25 years rather than the five years that we had previously allowed. Do you think those steps will help encourage more uh, residents to take advantage of public water? I do hope that this recent Suffolk County Water Authority rule change makes public water more accessible to those that hesitated maybe in the past and struggled to weigh the cost of connecting to public water versus the cost of a replacement private well and or a treatment system. We very much look forward to partnering with the County Health Department as the Water Authority continues to to do outreach to these areas with private wells and maybe threatened by um, emerging uh, compounds. Let me ask you this. When, when, when there's a private well, how does the homeowner typically react when urged to retire that well? Are they reluctant? Do they, do they like having their own personal water supply? Do they think that it's safer than a public supplier? Are any of those assumptions valid? Well, Jeff, I'd say that a small percentage of people are generally comfortable with their existing water supply, and they just like not having a water bill. What they don't realize is that there are substantial capital and operating expenses with their private well installation, replacement, uh, any associated treatment, the electrical demand, maybe from the pump or the treatment systems, and then the related maintenance and testing. Some people have made considerable investments in their private water system including maybe a recent new well install, and they just don't want to go through any additional expense of connecting to public water. Um, Others may have concerns about the potential cost for, like, let's say, a long service lateral up to the home. Does the health department have the ability to order a homeowner to stop using their private well because it's unsafe? How often do you take such a serious step And how bad does the situation have to be? I would say no, that we're not going to order a homeowner to stop using their private well. But uh, really, unless the resident is applying for a permit, maybe, um, where we can require treatment and a covenant, you know, if they're going through our office of wastewater management as part of an addition or a new home install. uh, We typically only make recommendations for public water connection or treatment 
and possibly uh, certified New York State certified bottled water as an interim measure when there is contamination. Landlords and tenants should be aware that Suffolk County Sanitary Code requires those landlords to provide a potable water supply that meets the drinking water standards to those tenants. Jason, we've covered a lot of information today, and I think it's certainly going to be extremely informative to uh, our listeners. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Uh, Just one thing, Jeff, that I can think of right now, and that would be, you know, a lot of residents just don't know whether they're connected to a private well or public water, that uh, they really should just be consuming the cold water out of the tap. We've heard stories in the past about people you know, making hot cereal or baby formula using hot water out of the tap. Um, And you really want to take that water, uh, cold water out of the tap after it's been flushed and heat it up to whatever temperature is necessary when you're making tea or cooking. Uh, The hot water out of the tap uh, could potentially have elevated levels of lead or copper from your own uh, plumbing systems. I, I wanted to share that information as a public service announcement. Jason, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Jeff. It was a pleasure being here. Joining me now is Caitlin Kassane. Caitlin is a Strategic Initiatives Project Specialist here at the Water Authority and a valued member of our Geographic Information Systems team. Part of her work includes tracking private wells within Suffolk County using GIS technology. Caitlin, talk to us a little bit about how we use GIS here at the Water Authority. Sure. So GIS is Geographic Information Systems. It's basically a mapping system that takes data from a spreadsheet and maps it so that the user can visualize it to find patterns and analyze data. At the Water Authority, we use it to map our infrastructure, such as water mains, hydrants, and things like that. So do we know how many private wells are still in Suffolk County, not connected to the Water Authority or another water agency? Yes. So in Suffolk County, uh, there are approximately 25,000 private wells. So GIS is such a powerful tool. Are we able to track and monitor emerging contaminants such as PFOA and PFOS? Yes. Um, actually, with programs such as WaterTrack, which is a GIS-based water quality mapping system, We can identify where detections of emerging contaminants are seen in our public supply wells. Since PFOS is commonly associated with firefighting foam, GIS is useful in visualizing previously identified sources of contamination and locations down gradient that may be impacted. GIS also allows us to quickly identify potential private wells in these specific areas. Caitlin, it sounds like you have a lot of work to do. Yes, it does. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. In 2018, the Suffolk County Department of Health Services confirmed the presence of perfluorinated sulfate, or PFOS, and the presence of perfluorooctanoic acid, or PFOA, in more than 150 private drinking water wells in Wainscott. Thankfully, PFOA and PFOS can be removed from water using granular activated carbon treatment, a treatment technology we are very familiar with here at the Water Authority and one we can install rather quickly. The challenge for Wainscott residents was getting them the underground infrastructure they needed just to connect to SCWA-treated water. In January 2019, 
we completed our most ambitious infrastructure project in the last 20 years, installing more than 45,000 feet of new water main in just under four months. Why the sense of urgency to get the residents of Wainscott, New York, hooked up to public water as quickly as possible? An East End hidden gem with a population of about 350 residents, Wainscott is located in the town of East Hampton. East Hampton Town Supervisor Peter Van Skoyek joins me now via Zoom from his office in Town Hall. Supervisor Van Skoyek was instrumental in getting this critical SCWA project completed in record time. Peter, it's great to see you. Thank you, Jeff. It's great to be here. So why was this project such a priority for you and the town of East Hampton? Well, back in October of 2017, we became aware uh, that uh, a well survey had been done that indicated that there was uh, PFAS contamination, which was uh, the result of uh, firefighting foam at the airport that was threatening private wells within the hamlet of Wainscott. And uh, I became elected supervisor in November of 2017 office in January 2018, and I made that my top priority to deal with that water contamination issue. And obviously the first thing we needed to determine was the extent of the contamination. And so the state health department, county health department, uh, your staff and uh, others uh, proceeded to do testing within the area and groundwater flow and whatnot to uh, make sure that we fully understood the extent of the potential contamination. And, uh, you know, at that point, we were able to form a water supply district based on what we felt would be the, uh, the areas uh, that could be affected by this. At times, People on private wells are hesitant to make the switch to public water. Did you hear any of that from your constituents in Wainscott? And if so, how did you combat that? Well, I think that the uh, the most important aspect of uh, whether or not you should continue a private well or go to public water really relates to what are the potential impacts to your water source. And depending on where you're located, uh, in, in particular in Wainscott in this case, uh, we knew that there was a potential for the contamination of these private wells. And without regular testing of the water, there'd be no way of knowing once the well actually became contaminated. So, um, and PFAS is a, a chemical that is, uh, you know, requires some additional lab work um, and a very highly qualified lab to be able to even detect it. So, uh, and that can be a, an expensive process. It can be, you know, seven or $800 per test. And for a private homeowner to do that on a regular basis um, didn't seem to be practical. Supervisor, the project was in part funded by a grant from New York State and essentially, you know, an application by the town, uh, but with a lot of the, the legwork done by in preparation of the grant submission by the Water Authority. Can you talk a little bit about how your office was able to help secure the funding and what it means for the residents in East Hampton? Well, it was really that partnership, and I, and I have to commend the Water Authority. You work so closely with us throughout this crisis, and I think you know that was uh, one of the reasons we were able to complete this process so quickly. In fact, I, 
I don't know that a water supply district's really been formed and water mains extended in a shorter period of time anywhere in New York State. But, um, you know, I think uh, the, the funding was absolutely instrumental, the grant funding, and we had all levels of uh, government working together to, to ensure that this happened. We had our county legislator, Bridget Fleming, actively involved. Our state assemblyman, Fred Thiel, was instrumental uh, as well uh, with uh, helping us secure that grant funding. So, uh, again, I think it's a perfect example of uh, government uh, really taking care of the needs of the community and partnering with uh, the Water Authority in this case to make sure that that happens. The residents that have made the switch and are now connected to public water, what are you hearing from them? Well, I can tell you that, um, you know, uh, I've spoken to a number of residents who had wanted public water, and when it came, they were delighted. Uh, frankly, they some had concerns about the quality of their private well water uh, and the consistency of it. Um, so it's been very supportive. I think the comments have been, um, you know, people still have concerns about contamination within the area, but, you know, once they're on public water, those concerns... Um, are alleviated. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you for all your good work bringing safe drinking water to our community. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron. 128 homes here in Matterville, they have well water and they're not hooked up to any kind of Suffolk County Water Authority or the Riverhead Water District. That water is contaminated, confirmed by the Department of Environmental Conservation. The bottom line is uh, elected officials are working to get them money, $12.5 million, to get them hooked up to Suffolk County Water, but for now, they do not have clean water. I'm joined by Kelly McClinchy from Manaville. Kelly has been leading the charge to get her and her neighbors connected to clean, safe drinking water. Kelly, how did you first get involved in this issue? So originally we bought our home in uh, the summer of 2013. And um, before we purchased the home, we had we knew it was there was a private well on the site, and that's what provided the house with water. Um, before we, we purchased the home, we had the water tested. And the water testing from the county came back just fine. We purchased the home and, you know, as we were there for a while, I met some of the neighbors and there were some concerns about the wells in the area. Um, we knew that we were in the vicinity of the former Grumman site in Calverton. And the more I talked to neighbors, the more I, I learned as far as the Navy has, you know, meetings twice yearly and they present what they're finding on the site and, and how that might impact the drinking water in the area. So the first meeting I attended um, probably was 2016, 2017, and it was an eye-opening experience. And I, you know, my husband and I decided that you know we're going to continue to get this water tested yearly and make sure nothing is changing. It was fine when we bought it. We want to make sure that it continues to be fine. And um, through my my introductions with the neighbors, I met a neighbor on the. Um, the one road over, and he had told me that he requested for years and years and years that um, public water be extended to the area. And the answer always was that it was too expensive. There was no way. There was no way it could happen. 
Um, and we decided at that point to get together to rally the community a little bit and go around to each of the 60 or so homes in the area and, and have the neighbors sign a petition. And what we learned when we went from house to house is that many of the residents there didn't know anything about the, the former Navy site. They never had their wells tested ever, and some of them lived there for decades. Um, and they, they just didn't, didn't really have the mindset because what you don't know, you don't know. So at that point, um, after talking to them, people, some people were reluctant to sign the petition. Um, I think all but one home we ended up signing. And at that point, we went to Riverhead Town and we said, you know, here are all of the people that are interested. We want to talk about extending public water. And um, they weren't really convinced. Uh, you know, it was it was pretty much similar answers to, you know, my, what my neighbor had received in the past. It's very expensive. There has to be some type of proof. And at that point, they said to us, this was uh, fall of 2019, they said to us, bring us your water samples. And that's that's kind of where we ran into a problem. Kelly, when, when the wells were sampled, uh, eventually, I believe, by the Suffolk County Health Department, what was the health department finding? So um, when when we sat down together, um, the working group included, you know, Suffolk County Water Authority, Suffolk County Department of Health, and we decided that it'd probably be best to get all the homes tested. Um, in Dece- As of December, there were 95 homes tested out of, I, I believe, like 120, 130 homes, and they found that um, over 40% of those homes had detections of VOCs in their wells, and almost 20% of those homes had detections of uh, PFAS or PFOA. VOCs are volatile organic compounds. Yes. So on the East End, we find that sometimes there's a reluctance of people on private wells to get connected to public water. Uh, did you find that in your community of Manorville? Yeah. So when we went around and, you know, we asked people to sign this, like, let, let's show that we're we're all on board here and, you know, we're coming together. People didn't, you know, like I said, they, they didn't know what they didn't know. Um, and, yes, they were reluctant. You know, if the, if the water that came from their tap looked clean, the assumption was made that it was clean. And for decades, many of these people, you know, lived in these homes and, and never had the water sampled once. The majority of them don't have uh, water filtration systems on their home to, re- to even try to remove any contaminants. So it's been an eye-opening experience for the neighbors in in the you know section of 128 or so homes that you know this really could impact them. And some of them found out that there are contaminants in their wells that they had no idea were there. And the belief from the residents is that some of the contamination. Uh, maybe coming from the former uh, Navy site, former Northrop Grumman site. What has been the response of the Navy? So that that is um, the thinking of the residents, that this is where the contamination came from. And the main reason for thinking that is there's no other industrial sites surrounding us w- within, you know, any any close vicinity except for that site. And the um, the, the compounds, the contaminants that they're finding in our wells are similar to the ones that they're finding on on that navy that former navy site. Um, so the navy's response to us has been they they have refused to test our private wells themselves. 
So, you know, we were, we were ecstatic pretty much when, when Suffolk County Water Authority and the Department of Health came in and offered to do that for us because, like I said, for many it's never been done. Um, the Navy sticks to their guns saying that they are not the source of the contamination. They claim that the groundwater flows to the southeast and um, a portion of the homes are south. Uh, it, it's, it's not very convincing to us. Um, they try to convince us really of something that they haven't essentially tested for. So they, you know, they go with the USGS surveys that are there and in a very small portion of the area, yes, the water does flow to the southeast of the Peconic River. However, they have not shown us any definitive proof that it is not flowing to the south, you know, on other portions of that site. I guess if, if there's any good news, it's that detection of PFOS, PFOA, and the VOCs, fortunately, it's uh, removed from drinking water by a, a very standard treatment method called granule activated carbon. So carbon will remove these compounds from drinking water. That's a plus. Um, the negative is that it is costly to run water main and to connect residents to public water. Uh, and what's being done in that regard? So we have, as a collective group, we've been pushing the federal officials to, you know, find this funding for us and be able to get the water mains in the ground and ensure that the, all of these residents have have clean, safe drinking water. Because, I mean, you know, that, that's what everybody deserves, ultimately. Um, it's a slow process. You know, we, we do know that the elected officials, they're trying um, but like I said, it's a very slow process. It could take months, if not years. Um, you know, and we, we've seen other communities on Long Island. Seemingly the water has, has, you know, the public water has come faster to those areas. Um, I'm not sure what the difference is, but bottom line, if the Navy would just lay out the money and it's, it's not, it's, it's a lot of money for the residents. They can't cover the cost, but it's not a lot of money for the federal government. So if you polluted the groundwater, fix it, you know, fix the problem. Kelly, what does the future hold for the community? Well, we're hopeful that, you know, the, we're hopeful that we'll be driving down the street on the way home from work one day and we'll see the pipeline on the side of the road and, it, and you know, then we know it's time to go. But um, we, we do hope, you know, that, that we, can, we can have that extension and we can have that peace of mind because many of the people now that they know, they're, they're buying bottled water, they're drinking bottled water, but you can't use bottled water for everything in your house. Um, you can't use it to shower. You can't use it to wash your laundry. You can't use it to wash your dishes. So we're, we're faced with the, you know, the, the problem here that no matter how hard we try to protect ourselves, it's just not enough. Kelly, thank you for being here with us today. Good luck. Thank you. What About Water is produced by Jeff Sabo, Tim Motes, and Seth Wallach. This episode was engineered and edited by Seth Wallach. If you enjoyed What About Water, be sure to rate us and leave a review. Help spread the word by telling a friend and by following the Suffolk County Water Authority on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, I'm Jeff Sabo. I'm referring to the Long Water Pod podcast. Oh, yeah, Suffolk County Water Podcast. Yes, yes. I'd love to be a guest on that one.